0: Welcome, Tiger fans, and welcome to Talking Tigers. And what a first week of finals it was, the 2020 finals series. Got off to a flyer. Unfortunately, the Tigers couldn't get the result at the Gabba that we wanted on Friday night. But you've got to move on quickly, and that is why we have the double chance. We look forward to taking on the Saints Friday night at Metrocon Concert, so plenty to get through. We'll have a look at back at the Brisbane game. We'll look forward to the Saints on Friday night. Our good mate on Talking Tigers, the great Neil Baum, is joining us again later on. A little bit of bad news for the Chief. After the game Friday night, it was compounded by some, so by some more bad news for him. We'll chat about that today. We'll chat about heaps of other little bits and pieces. We've got the yellow and black as we've got the boats. And uh, it's good to have these two lads along with me again today. The great uh, Tony Greenberg. I'm looking forward to uh, chatting to Tony. And Manfred has jumped on the line. And just looking at you, Manfred, is that a little uh, mm-hmm. puffer vest from uh, Gun and More there? <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, got uh, the old rod and gun vest and polo is on today, Richard. It's a bit chilly in Melbourne Town today, but I know. Uh, we digress. What, yeah, what did you it was call a it? Cracking weekend did you party. call it Gun and More?
0: Gun and Morris. <laughs> yeah, just the in-joke tone, of course.
2: <laughs> oh dear, idea. It's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: well. Anyway, we well we've got to have a laugh, don't we? Because we've got to move yes, on quickly. We do. Uh, what do you think of the song? No real reason for that song other than it's ACDC. dc so,
2: Yeah, very good song. Yes. You shook me all night long. Ripping yeah. song. And mm-hmm.
0: the reason I did uh, choose that song, it is forty years since uh, nineteen eighty. We're celebrating that. Back in black. 1980, the greatest uh, album from ACDC, but they're actually back. ACDC are back. So, a... so, who's the new lead singer? Who's... No, no, Brian Johnson's back.
2: He's okay. His yes. vocal cords yes. yeah. are all right and everything. And back. He's no, back. Sorry, it was his
0: ears, wasn't it? His ears, yeah. It he was his ears he drum... had a problem with. That's the right. drummer's back. Phil Rudd's back. After oh, the... that's Hiatus. awesome. And Cliffy Williams back on bass. So it's. Oh, uh, ah, without... that's
2: great. Brilliant. That
0: was uh, You Shook Me All Night. Long get involved. Hashtag Talking Tigers. Talking Tigers at richmondfc.com.au. Manfred may read your email or tweet out later on. But let's get into it, lads. Look, we didn't get the result we were after on Friday night. Brisbane, a very good team. They played unbelievably good footy. And I just think we were a little bit off and, and they forced us into mistakes. Don't take anything away from the opposition. But I just don't think we were quite on. But in saying that, we hung in there and had a chance to almost pinch it in the end of Shay's Goal had it gone through, you never know. But plenty to work on for this week. Absolutely, Richo. And I think,
1: yeah, it was Shay's goal was unbelievable. The the goal mm-hmm. that wasn't a goal, it, br- it yeah. brushed the post, and that's a, I think that's a big tick for the arc with the way yeah. that, that kind of panned out. And they 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 got through it quickly, and then it, there was no confusion or anything like that. But we, we we were coming, but we were just we were hanging we were hanging in there though. Yeah. Um. And defensively, they really challenged us, and I, I would assume that when they look at the down the ground vision. For the majority of the game, they kind of were behind the ball, so that allowed them to kind of get in behind us a bit. And then, and then their gen- their general play goals inside fifty really troubled us as well once yeah. the ball hit the deck. So, but we've got plenty of things to work on coming in against the Saints. We'll play in a in a similar fashion um, inside yeah. fifty.
2: Yeah. So pre arc days, uh, we might might have just uh, won <laughs> that game with the momentum that.
0: Because because that's a long goal.
2: time ago. Pre-up yeah, day. I know pre-art days. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's true. That's true now. But uh, no, no, you're right. We did. We just we were just had. Yeah, the few players mm. there. And as Dimmer said, we did fumble a bit, didn't we? We yeah. just fumbled, yeah. weren't quite clean enough. Um, you know, on on the night and. Uh, but yeah, we did. We we hung in there, and uh, you know, until the last you know few minutes of the game, and still had an opportunity to win it. So uh, yeah, and as Manfred said, we'll take a lot of positives out of it. Yeah,
0: and and this is not an excuse because every team had the week off. But I, I do feel like just a bit of momentum was lost, and a bit of touch gets lost in that week off. Mm. Now it worked that way for us. It didn't for Brisbane. Clearly, they they really played well. But I feel like we probably needed to keep playing with, you know, Edwards coming back in and then having a week off, Asprey back in and a week off. It Just sort of, it probably hurt a little bit, but that's uh, the way it crumbles. I reckon the period in the game was the second quarter when we -hmm. had, I think we had 10 inside 50s to one or two at the start of that quarter. They kept defending, they held up, and then they get those late goals. I reckon that was almost the match in that period there.
1: It, yeah, it sure was, and and as Dimas said um, after the match, the
0: way that they were spoiling
1: their long spoils really took our crummers away. And yeah. and it look hasn't been it's not a it's been a little bit of an issue uh, this year with the way we connected inside 50, and we've been able to rectify it. But Harris Andrews played extremely well on, and yeah. Rewalt was you know two to triple teamed majority of the night, and then our forwards yeah just couldn't, and we weren't clean enough going inside 50 as well, and a couple of missed chances, and who knows what would have happened.
2: No, Richo, as you said, uh, I mean, and particularly in finals, when you have momentum and, you know, and, and it does, you know, you'll get momentum for a period of time, you have to make that count on the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. And yes. particularly, particularly in, uh, you know, with the shortened quarters, you know, mm. it's just so pivotal that you do. And, and you could always tell that the fact that we weren't, that at some stage that they were going to get, you mm. know, the momentum uh, they're going their way and uh, and they capitalised.
0: Yeah, they did. All right, boys, let's have a look at some positives out of the game because that's what we do on Talking Tigers. And I thought yet again, and we'll do the votes later, but I'm pretty sure he'll be amongst them. Jack Graham, he just continued. He he is putting together a great second half to this season, Tone.
2: Uh, there's no doubt about that, uh, Matty. And, uh, yeah, after re-signing, which we spoke about last week, um, you know, the new three-year deal, which is fantastic. And uh, um, he uh, he had a game-high, game-high nine tackles and uh, – just he's, uh yeah, he, he's he's very clean with the ball, you know, and he's uh, um, he's just been terrific. He's just got a really high level of uh, of uh, performance at the moment.
0: And I think if you look at the pressure acts, Manfred, he was our he was the only Richmond player yeah. in about the top eight or nine on the ground, and that's probably another reason we just didn't quite get the job done. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think we just the game was on. Brisbane's terms longer than it was on our terms. I think in, in the first quarter it was probably 50-50 and, and then early in the second our pressure was up and we just couldn't capitalise then into the third and the, oh, the fourth I mean, you'd probably say it was 50-50 as well but I think uh, Graham had 21 odd pressure acts and the next, our next best was 15 with Marlon Pickett so you're right Richard the pressure was just a little bit off through the corridor and, and Daniel Rioli really stood up in the he front did. half. Um, yeah with with two really pivotal goals that kind of kept us in it in the third yeah. and the fourth quarter
2: well well his uh, his uh, form goal kicking form in finals is really impressive so he's yeah. played so across his career, he's averaging just, I think it's point point nine goals per game. But in finals, that's gone up to like one point four. So he's played 12, uh, nine finals all up for twelve goals, and yeah. he's kicked uh, multiple goals. I think on four four occasions. So uh, with the best, obviously, of four goals in that twenty seventeen preliminary final. So yeah. he does he does take it up another level in finals. Yeah, yeah,
0: and he, and he'll need to be need yeah. to be there again this week because I think the big factor in the game for me and it's it's one of the reasons why we did lose the game was Lynch missing and then Mm. countered by the fact that Harris Andrews comes back in I I just reckon if Lynchy played he keeps Andrews deep Mm. Rewalk doesn't get those two on ones and I just think with Lynchy back this week Daniel will have more opportunities Mm. at ground level I think Mm. the other thing to look at was the return of of Dion Prestia and he was he was impressive considering he hadn't played since round five. He's a proven finals performer, isn't he?
1: Um, He's really stood up in big, big games for us. And his first quarter was really, really good. And and also in the second, he probably drifted, not drifted out of it, but he was probably a bit uh, taxed in the third and the fourth quarter. But he was really clean around the stoppages. You can see what he brings to us as well with his his two-way running and his cleanliness around the clearances to get it out to the guys on the outside was Mm -hmm. really, really important. And I'm sure he'll be better for the run. It's probably a bit of a blessing in disguise to play again this week to kind of get that match fitness up for him.
2: No, you're right, Manfred. The fact I mean, it was his first game in three months. I mean, yeah. he's got you know twenty, twenty, twenty disposals in uh, you know in that limited time. I mean, I, I yeah, I thought it was a pretty, pretty fair first up effort. And as you say, it will be much better for the run, no doubt about that.
0: Now, the other factor I just wanted to bring up was if you had have if you hadn't have watched that game, you would have thought that Dylan Grimes had been towed up by Charlie mm. Cameron the way yeah. that it was reported. Just incorrect. I mean, yeah. Cameron kicked three goals and was in the best players, yeah. but. Yeah. The first goal that he got was from the turnover uh, in the corridor, which Grimes could have no factor on defending yeah. mm-hmm. once it was turned over. Now, the second goal from the stoppage, the really good banana, he was actually on the bench at that stage. Mm-hmm. And then the last goal, Grimes, he came off to try and support and, and yep. uh, Cameron kicks the goal. But if you had ever read some of the reporting on the game, Grimes, he got towed up, which isn't the case. Well, it's no. just la- it's just la- it's lazy journalism, really. Football <laughs> journal. It is it's
3: lazy. it's not
2: looking. It's not looking beyond what is the obvious, and that and they uh, mm. just tend to follow each other like sheep. So it needs. Sometimes you just need to look a bit, you know, beyond the obvious. So, which you've yeah. pointed out. Mm. Yeah. No. no I have exactly
1: to do that. right. Mm. And it's it's the way we did lose our shape behind the ball, and, and Grinds was generally that that deeper uh, defender that we can kind of manipulate that around. And a couple of times we he kind of got sucked up to Cameron, but he didn't get towed up on the night. There no. was, it was goals in general play and off turnovers, So And yeah. then if, if Grimes does impact that contest and Rainer doesn't get the crumb, and then Charlie, you know, yeah. it's just, yeah. It's, it's a just, game it's, of interest. Yeah. yeah. It's
2: but, of interest. But, but we were down on our um, interceptions in the back. Yeah, no, we were. We were yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. No well, yeah. First Something time in five yeah. years, we didn't get a D50 intercept. So that's the game. Yeah, we didn't wow. have a game on our turns
0: for enough of the night. It's okay. okay. a good stat, Manfred. See, you've done your homework, unlike yeah. some.
2: What do you mean? Are having a go at me,
0: are you? No, no, just Oh, there's a
2: general. General media, yeah, no, fair right. point.
0: Before we move on, we'll have a look at some positives and get on to the Saints, which is going to be a big game. How good was it to see uh, Richmond's uh, number one supporter, Ash mm-hmm. Barty? She was having
2: a <laughs> ball the well, she, While the French Open, she's the defending champion, French Open champion, and no, couldn't care less about that. She just wants her beloved Tigers, and she was, you know, really cheering him on and having a beer. Uh, good good honour. It, yeah. it was great to see. I was jealous
1: for a show. Being outside, no mask, with a beer in hand at the footy. No, <laughs> I, I
0: thought yeah. I would give anything to be Ash at the Gabba. Uh, yeah. no, no, uh, she's going to finish the year as well number one as well. Right. Because yep. Halep, uh couldn't couldn't get the job mm-hmm. done at the French. Yeah,
2: no, 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 that's right. Yeah, but speaking of just how obviously being in uh, in Melbourne and how restrictive it is. I had to laugh with Dane Swan's tweet after Collingwood's great <laughs> oh, <that> win. <was laughs> he said
1: that was a he's going to celebrate
2: with what? With a quiet walk around the block uh, for an hour. A brisk hour walk with, for an hour with, with, with someone else. I'm going <laughs> to try a brisk walk with with one person, one other person.
0: Yeah, he's good, hour. Swanee, isn't he? Very yeah, uh, good. Very, value, very, value. very good. I've got a feeling Swanee would have had a couple of uh, quiets watching that game. What a game yeah, that yeah, was, fun. Yeah. Eight, I, uh, before we get on, Tony, you, got, you just you got to, you've got a you've got a gripe too with this whole dynasty thing. Oh, look, it just does my you can head. You're going to ask. ask Barmy oh, about
2: i don't it. ask Barmy about it because he's the voice of reason and everything. So hopefully, he can put my mind at rest. But I'm sick and tired of media people saying that Richmond has to win the premiership this year to somehow frank a dynasty. I mean, who? How do they determine what a dynasty is? Yeah. I, I mean, so do. if we so if we don't win it this year, but we win it next year, or we win it the year after. So what? So it's got to be three and four years or can it, it can't be three in five years or even three in a decade. That's not a dynasty. It's doing my head in. It is absolute nonsense. Premierships are harder than ever to win, ever. 18-team oh, oh, yeah. comp, we've got, the you know, the draft, we've got salary cap, a lot of restrictions on it. They're harder than ever to win. Now, I'm not saying I don't want us to win, and, you know, obviously, you know, it would be fantastic, and it would be, you know, but, you know, again, if we win it in two, three, four, five years' time, another premiership then – Yeah, it's just crazy. Go go and ask the Borders of Melbourne or, Mm. you know, St Kilda or teams that haven't won one for a long, long time. uh, They'd be happy to get
0: one. Oh, it's just a column inches. We don't need to touch your head in there. Too worried about it. Now, before we quickly, uh, Koch obviously goes past uh, First Bentley and... Dimmer's
2: too fitting. Yeah, no, that's right, which is a great effort. Obviously, Dimmer went past Tommy uh, last week for the most games as uh, a Richmond coach, so he's 250th. But I want to ask you, Matty, because obviously you were yeah. there at the club when uh, when Koch arrived, and uh, did, did you see, did you see even back then, I mean, he was very mature as an 18-year-old and obviously yeah. gone you know. So you must be really impressed with what he's been able to achieve as a captain long long-term. yeah
0: absolutely i mean you've got to you've got to evolve along the way and there's no doubt trent has has done that along the way the journey and gone away and worked on himself as a leader and and a person more i think more as a person and how he wants to conduct his life he's a family man and a loyal man but gone to um gone away and really worked on his leadership and worked hard at it and he's, he's getting the reward now obviously with the success that richmond have had but if i looked at him when he came in i'm not surprised that he's Become a really good leader because he was mature beyond his years. Uh, Trent, even as a 17-year-old when he when he first came down and trained uh, under the academy system, he came to Punt Road and trained, and even then you could see he was a mature guy for his age. And the whole footy, the whole footy side of things, you could see from day one he had all of the attributes and and the right qualities as a player: hard at it, committed, um, puts his body on the line. So. He's developed as a leader in other ways, but he, the way he plays, he was always yeah. that sort of player. Now, I know he got criticised at times um, for his possession rate and then changed that as well. So, yeah, not surprised at all that he's he's done what he's done, Tone.
2: And very inspirational, obviously, leader on and, the field. But
0: that, that's the biggest thing yeah. for me. Now, I know you've got to be a great leader in, in other ways now, and there's so much, that, so much involved in being a good leader. But for me, I think... First and foremost, as a captain on game day, you've got to lead by example, and he's always done that. So um, the way he plays, he always put his head over it, and I think that's still number one. When you see your captain doing that, Mm. you know, it makes you – you've got to do the same thing. So, yeah, well done to Koch. So it's the Saints Friday night, guys, and they were impressive. They got through their elimination final. I know the Dogs come home with a run, but, gee, they thoroughly deserve that win. They They were good, and they're going to be hard to beat Friday.
1: Yeah, and obviously they're going to have personnel changes with Ryder going out with the hamstring, Carlisle um, at the birth of his child, of his third child. But the way they play is going to really challenge us. They, they kind of shift the ball by foot coming out of the back half and they're really patient. But once they hit the logos about 70 right. minutes out, they go they go deep and they, they, they really challenge you in the air. And then when it hits the ground, look, Dan Butler's in career best form and Jack Loney and these type of guys. Um, they're at the foot of the contest and, and Sinclair as well, but they get to the right spots as well. So they're going to really challenge us in that in that area, but um, I feel we're up to it. And also at the other end, you got um, so Dougal Howard and Carla won't be there, but their their tall backs are in really good form too. And Dougal Howard, Dougal Howard probably played one of the better key back games in a final for for a little bit of time. So um, he's going to be. We're going to have to bypass him and get the ball in a bit dirtier into our um into our forward fifty or hit up on the leading targets to kind of yeah.
0: minimise his impact. Well, Lynch is a big inclusion, isn't yeah. he, Tony? You talk about how they yeah. took twenty one contested marks, and a lot of those are in in their back half of the ground. Gee, they were good aerially, but we've yeah. just got to get it to ground. Can't let them do that. Because then they can start controlling it by foot, mm. as you said, mm. Manfred.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, that that combination, the, you know, obviously the Lynch-Rewalt combination is just a very potent, experienced, uh, you know, uh, um, combination up forward. So um, he's going to be a massive, uh, massive in for us, Tommy Lynch. And, uh, um, yeah, look, again, like, like most games, it's going to revolve around the midfield battle and uh you know, if we get enough ball inside 50, then I think, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be right to kick a winning score. Yeah. And uh, um, But we can't underestimate. And, and, look, there's no given. There's no absolutely no guarantees in finals. No. You're coming up against good sides all the way through. St Kilda beat us early in the, in the mm-hmm. season. They tend to give us a bit of trouble, as you say, Manfred, also with their speed, their small forwards. So mm. no, nothing – it doesn't matter who they've got out. It's still going to be – a really tough battle, but we will be up to it. I am sure that we uh, will have learned plenty from last Friday night.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And yet, that, just the interesting stat on how they score their goals. They've scored 42 goals one from zero to 15 metres mm. in the yeah. corridor. The next yeah. best team is nine behind them. So you really do have to keep your shape. You've got to force them wide as well going inside 50. Yeah, and I
1: think with um, how Geary went to Caleb Daniel, and I see. I saw how that matchup worked, and that forced Daniel to go up onto a wing, and kind of shifted the Bulldogs' thinking defensively. But look, he he might get a role, and maybe a Jaden Short or even a Nick Floston. But I, I think if we, if we if we get that matchup, we can kind of manipulate that, and yeah, and, yeah. And Shorty and Shorty and Blosten can kind of shift around defensively. And mm. um, it's going to be an interesting way with the way they score, and they're also very good out of the center square. They're probably, I think, they're number four in the comp for center, getting out of the center square. So. It's gonna be gonna have to be really, really on, but we are really good at learning and growing from a performance as well.
2: So does uh, Liam Baker play on Dan Butler?
0: Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, we know Grimesy can play on anyone, but I, I think you get you give Baker that rocks because Butler gets so far up the ground.
2: Mm, and as yeah, as you, as you right.
0: pointed out before, Manfred, you you know Cameron got Grimesy up a bit on the weekend. I think you would prefer to hold him. And let Butler get up and back. So yeah, I, I think
2: Bakes tone. Yeah. yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I would. I, I, yeah. I reckon that's a it's a good matchup because Bakes has got the got the speed. You know, he's got mm, the yeah. speed and um and, and he's got the discipline. I think yeah. You know, which is what you need. You need to be really really switched on uh, for a you know pretty crafty quick player like uh, like Butts. So uh, yeah, I think it'll be a really good good duel. There's no doubt. And I think the other the other great duel. And it could be something that we see for the next decade. Would be uh, Noah Bolter on uh, Max King. I think That's that could be the, something that we could see for the yeah. next decade. He looked good early. King did not yeah, he? Oh, oh yeah, he really did. Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he gets he's good body work for a young key forward too. He kind of gets that that subtle yeah. shift off before the the, the yeah. ball comes into his area, and he's pretty crafty as well. And he and he and he kicks straight. So um, and he yeah. gives him a lift as well. Oh, yeah, and Bolter I think, and King. That's going well, to be
2: think, a
0: great battle. Yeah, I
2: think for the next decade, and I think Noel really relished the challenge to play yeah. on, uh, you know, a really good young key forward. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it, uh, look, I'm looking forward to the ruck duel as well. Marshall have most of the most of the duties now, obviously. And it, look, you don't like seeing players injured, but G. Ryder was good. Oh, against, well, he was best uh, on no. he was best on ground, wasn't he? I mean, so it's, yeah. I mean, it, it's sad that he did his hammy, but Gee, oh, if you look, you put your Richmond hat on, you go, Gee, Paddy Ryder was playing well, oh. so that. That obviously helps the Tykes a little bit.
1: Did we play him in round four, Tone? Was it round three, round four this year? At Marvel. Marvel. Yeah, at Marvel. That that was Nank's best game for the year, and then he got injured maybe the week after. So he was up against Marshall as a one-out Ruckman that year. And and, uh, that game, and that's going to be a big challenge for Nank as well. Um, He he was really good on on Friday night, but it's going to be another
0: good challenge against a
1: really emerging young Ruckman. Yeah, Yeah, it is.
0: Uh, we'll move on. It's going to be a great game Friday night. Season over for the loser, and that's why you get the double chance. So I think
2: they're talking about having – I think there might be 20,000
0: there. At yeah. Metricon. That's yeah. what I'm hearing. Which is, yeah. our, which is our home. It's like our it MCG is? of Queensland. Yeah. So yeah, sure. I just have definitely. a quick one on
1: here? Just a quick one, yeah. tone in line yeah. with your journalistic lazy mm-hmm. reporting time. To- mm-hmm. Now, journalists out there, I don't know if they listen. they probably don't listen or not, but don't go fishing for stories when there is not one there.
2: Mm-hmm. So don't Metricon.
1: push the barrow of us. Do we deserve to have it at Metricon and this oh, and right that? Do we get Geelong was afforded the exact same, uh, the exact same home ground advantage if the, yeah. if the losing Victorian side got to choose where they played their semi-final? Yeah. there's we no story there. The yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. they chose and the Gabba, we chose Metricon. Story and, over.
0: No. and I just point out the AFL then had to tick it off because Correct. they want ga- they want a game at Metricon because they want to they want to reward exactly. the Southeast
2: Queensland public. That's yeah, exactly
0: right. It's not all about Richmond and, and Travis no. all pointed that out Saturday night, exactly. so you can just take that off. All right, Manfred, we'll move on. Time for some emails and tweets. I'm gonna start
1: with the emails and a little bit of club news. All right. One of the pancakes got the sting in there. Oh, he'll, we'll get it. To... He'll, he'll get, get, get a for sure, pancakes. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. the Queensland Tigers pre-game meetup is back. It's back on this week for the Richmond St Kilda clash on Friday night. It's at Emerald Lakes Golf Club from 4 to 6 p.m. 3 Alabaster Drive, Carrara, uh, directly across the road from Metricon Stadium. Join the Queensland Tigers uh, before Friday night's massive semi-final against the Saints at Outdoor Beer Garden, space reserved for the Queensland Tiger Army. Walk-ups welcome, however, encourage to pre-book uh, given the COVID situation around the country. Um, so it's done up to 150 people, uh, first in best dressed, bar will be open, standing and sitting as a part of the COVID safe plan with Emerald Lakes Golf Club special league tees um, available for and Brisbane badges on sale for $5. Get a raffle ticket to win a signed 2020 Richmond class jumper uh, at the footy which will be drawn at 5.30 p.m. Tickets are 3 for $5, 6 for 10 and 10 for 20 Get in touch with Selena at Emerald, Emerald Lakes Golf Club on 0755106128 and ask for the Richmond supporters group area. And what's on the menu? Do we know what's on the menu there or? I don't know what to be on the menu, but i South East South East Queensland, maybe some nice fish tone, maybe no. some yeah. nice, no. nice. No, just
0: yeah. a just eh? just a Palmer tone when you go Palmer. to the Palmer. Yeah, yeah, fair just Palmer. <laughs> hey just some other club while we're doing a bit of club news, I just forgot. I have gotta pass on uh, thanks to all the Tigers tragic support, the, the nineteen eighty T shirt. And remember the nineteen sixty nine T we did late yes. last year? Yeah. So you put those two together, and I've got an email from BT this morning. So thanks to everyone. We've got nearly $5,000 that will be donated to A&M. That is, so, that is awesome. Yeah, well that done. fantastic. Well done to all our listeners. Yeah, yeah. well no, done I've got a B2 couple team. of emails here. You've got um, man. This is an
1: email relating to a tweet that we got uh, during the week as well. This is, you know, this is from Ash, and it'd be, this is a con- really contentious issue around Melbourne at this time of year, weddings in 40 final seasons. Yeah. In the footy yeah. finals, right? Mm-hmm. So, hey, Richo. This is all This is all directed to Richo. Not no, not you or I, tone. This is directed no, well, to the great man here. We know. I'm just... Oh, <laughs> it
2: wouldn't be I, a show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You can do it on... You know what? Do it on your own next week, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm only joking. No, you're not. No, that's no, the worst thing.
1: <laughs> as as, uh, You're yeah, not joking, yeah. yeah. Is that half right? serious? Oh, yeah. I am just writing to ask you a really big favour. I don't know, I don't know if it's an option or not, but my fiance Michael is a tiger tragic, absolutely massive fan of talking tigers, and a regular and gets a regular mention on the podcast. He usually tweets into you guys at Twitter handle Mick Sunny G. We're getting married on Friday the 9th of October, and I was wondering if you could please do a shout out. To him on next week's Talking Tigers, which we are doing as we speak. If this is not an option, I understand, but it was worth a shot as we both think you are pretty amazing. Now this is a just Richo tone, not yeah, you and yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. love for the Tigers and your podcast play a big part in of our life, even planning our wedding, and had a lot to a lot land on the finals game or GF Day. So that's hope to hear from you soon, Ash.
2: Well, um, I reckon he can do better. I reckon Maddie could actually conduct the wedding. Yeah. I reckon well, you, do, do yeah. this. you I could do
0: this ceremony. Yeah, I reckon yeah, that you could. yeah no. I'm happy to do it over soon. Yeah, <laughs> it's, while we, it's while the game's on, Friday night. We'll conduct it when we'll have breaks. We'll do it at quarter time, <laughs> half yeah. time, and three quarter time. <laughs> and then have the celebration. Hopefully, after we've got a dual M, celebration. Like a golf
1: club time. <laughs> 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 uh, we, I yeah. wish them all the very absolutely. best in pending nuptials. Yeah, yeah. I've got one more email. It's not too late to get out of
2: it either, just quickly.
1: <laughs> I've got one more email because it breaches global borders, which all we, right. which we hey, love hey. doing here. Hey, boys, Rob here from St. Cast Le Gildo, in, Fran- in Provincial France. Uh,
2: oh yeah, is, I, I yeah, noticed was, in a
1: few big games, Geelong and West Coast, Richo on his little sports bet segment with Nathan Brown Dog tipped against the Tigers, and we turned around and beat them both. Then this week, he tipped the Tigers against the Lions, and we lose. So same. tell Richo, get off the Tigers this week, tip the Saints or the Dogs, well, obviously the Saints, uh, and we're a short thing. Cheers, boys. Love the show. So
0: you're yeah. the new Kiss of Death, are you? Oh, I am the Kiss of Death. Mm. Oh, no. All right. Well, I'll tip the – no, I won't do that. No, no exactly. No, I won't <laughs> do that. No, no.
1: There's one one tweet here, Richo, which – oh, yeah. that's true, actually. Now, Greeners, I didn't catch this, but were you mentioned by Dimmer on Fox Footy?
2: Yes, I was. I was. I got a
1: shout-out from Dimmer. Oh, did you? Yes, well, I, did. Tone, I did. I didn't, want to bring, I didn't want to bring it up, but –
2: it's in the mud down here. Well, Dimit, uh, Dimit, it was in, during the Fox footy pre-game, right? So he was asked about the themes, you know, the, yeah. the weekly stories and his themes, right. and he said, now, you know, how did that come about? And he goes, well, I've got a very good, you know, person back, you know, uh, Tony Greenberg, and and he gave me a shout-out, hello, Green is back in Melbourne and everything. Oh, wow. So, and then I had, uh, I had uh, oh, a big, big day from the club. He contacted me straight away. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. So... He, uh, he sent me a text, and then my mother actually rang me because her and Dad were watching and very excited. And uh, so and I've had other people say, oh, they saw it and everything. So, no, nah, it's very good at Demer. He didn't have to do it. It was very, very kind of him,
0: yeah. So if you asked Fox Footy to send you out a DVD mm-hmm. in that episode?
2: Uh, no, no, Dad actually managed to go back on his uh, TV, and I he managed do. to find it. He managed so, to find it. So, <laughs> and it took him about two days, but he did get it through to me again. Oh, in beautiful. the end, so. Well done, Tom. i got one more tweet.
1: It's leading into the Chief Watch, show, and oh, the Chief really? has taken over the the nine-letter word uh, jumble in the paper. So uh-huh. the Chief, there's a the word the Chief is yeah. in the nine-letter nine-letter word jumble in the paper. I reckon it'll be looking at the font. It'll probably be in the um in the Herald Sun. So the Chief is taken over worldwide.
2: Gee, that's massive.
0: Oh, good that's segue, good. Good segue, Manfred. Well, boys, as I alluded to in our little intro to Talking Tigers today, we're all a bit flat after Friday night and clearly the Chief, you know, as the head of the club, he takes it on board, you know, he takes it to heart, the Chief. So he's pretty flat uh, come Saturday morning. And uh, unfortunately for the Chief, the bad news has continued, boys. I uh, I can report today that he has taken a call from the AFL CEO on Saturday which just compounded his disappointment from Friday night, mm. and it's all over. It's oh. finally... Come. I think the Chiefs finally realised that it's time to just totally forget about it and to wind it up, and what, there won't be C- any... No, no, there not CEO? Won't... The no, point? not the CEO. Oh, what, what? A little bit... Of... There won't be a comeback like ACDC announcing uh, their comeback this week. No, now, no AC... trouble, video. No, they won't be back, and oh. they're finished. Gil has confirmed that no. they're, not, they're not in consideration for the No. Year. No. Not even half-time, pre-game, after they're gone. Nothing. No, nothing. But, but, they're but, but, but,
2: but he was prepared to pay the AFL
0: for them to no. perform. Gil's just said, mate, I've had enough. Oh. And Gil was Gil taken it back to the poolside day oh. in uh, the hub. He, he had a look at the vision on the security and he saw how uh, quickly the Chief cleared the decks and yeah. he doesn't want that happening at the grand final. So it's over, uh, lads. Richo, uh, what about,
1: don't tell me the trial ball video has you been usurped by six and out. Brett and Shane Lee and Richard Chiqui, they're, they're, they're not making a return no, no, six and out. Well, Brett Lee's
0: uh, over in India, so they're six yeah, and out. Yeah. Richard Chiqui, uh, there's a the plus. Chiqui? <laughs> No, it's over, lads. Trials oh. Are finished, and there won't right. be any comebacks this time like said. That see.
2: is incredibly sad, really. Yeah, I
0: they can do a little
1: number at the the Queensland supporters. uh little Blake's What
2: pre-match.
0: It?
1: Yeah. What it a
2: about it? Pre-match. What about it, uh, our best and fairest scout this year? Yeah.
1: Online.
0: Online. Yeah, well, yeah. well
2: maybe you we could do a virtual.
0: He could do it from uh, the lounge room. No, it's finished. All yeah. over for the Chief. Uh, but... And on a positive note, uh, me and Green has caught up with the great man, Neil Baum just before we uh, recorded today. Well, as we have done for the last three or four weeks here on Talking Tigers, it's great to be joined by Neil Barm to get back with Greeners, Barmy. Thanks again for joining us.
3: Uh, pleasure, guys. Real pleasure.
0: What did you make of uh, Friday night, Barmy? You unfortunately, didn't get the job done in the end, but we hung in
3: there. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Um, it's all a, always a bit emotional. I mean, you love your team. It's a bit emotional on you. It's trying to come to terms with it. I must admit, in the end, I felt quite proud of our guys, um, which maybe I'm. Being too soft on them, I don't know. Uh, But Brisbane, because I looked at Brisbane's team before we played, and I thought that they were probably a fifteen to twenty percent better team than they were this time last year, in my opinion. Mm. Um, So I knew it was going to be a bit tougher. I knew they played pretty well. So uh, and they did. I thought, um, and they should have been proud of what they did. Um, And it looked like we were going to. You know, we didn't play well and things were going to happen bad to us, I thought. But then we hung in there and we gave ourselves a real chance. So I was really proud of the attitude of the players and the way they hung in there. Like We didn't play our system that well. We didn't make a lot of good decisions, um, you know, which you can be critical of. But from an attitudinal point of view, we hung in there. We believed in each other. We worked with each other and we had a silly chance. And if, um, you know, Shay's goal had been paid, well, who knows what, what could have happened. But uh, um in a funny way, maybe it was the an important thing to happen to us. Maybe it was the foot up the butt that we needed to make us realise that you've got to play at your best and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I guess that's footy, though. We always look for that positive um, uh, sort of motivation from it. So I'm really looking forward to this week. But it was disappointing. But Brisbane were very good. You've got to, you've got to give them credit for that.
0: Yeah, we felt like, you know, they couldn't have been any more up for it. And as you would be, crowd at your home stadium, they did really well. I thought the big inclusion, Harris Andrews came in, Barmy, and obviously without Tom playing, it really did give them an advantage, I think, in their back half. Harris is a really good player, obviously.
3: Yeah, um, he was. um, We didn't probably compete with him as well as we should have, but, but then, you know, he, he reads it so well and he, he played pretty well from that point of view. If Tommy Lynch had a play, it probably would have changed the dynamic of it a bit. But you can only do what you do. You can only work with what you got. Um, so we probably have learned a fair bit from it. And and again, you've got to recognise the opposition did well and we've got to respect them for that. Um, we're lucky that we, uh, we've we got the double chance. So we've got two cracks at it. So we play again this week and see what happens going forward. Um I mean, if we, uh, if we can knock off St Kilda, and they, they played pretty well too, of course, but I mean, they got a few things going against them, um, but we've got to take advantage of that, and then we might have to go to Adelaide to beat Port to get to the grand final, but um, who knows? They're, they're all great opportunities in front of us.
1: Mm.
2: You talk about positives, Barmy. Could another positive be the fact that we do have a few underdone players that haven't played a lot of footy, so to get a bit another game, a bit more continuity, uh, because we had a late-season um buy. And then we had the uh, the bye right before the final. So, haven't played a lot of footy,
3: some of those yeah, in players. in a funny way, if we had a won this one and had another week off, it probably wouldn't have been ideal for us mm. um, because it's hard enough for our guys to train and to practise and do all the stuff anyway. Mm. Um, and probably the easiest way to do that is to play a game. So, in, in a left-handed way, it's pro- probably been actually okay for us. Now, we don't win the game and we're yeah. finished. Yes. <laughs> That's the challenge. Yes. Yeah. Um, but obviously, we, we've, we're we positive about that. We think if we play our best against the Okuda, we should be able to knock them off and we'll have another opportunity. So um, I think in it, in its own funny way, that'll be better preparation for us, as long as no one gets hurt, of course. Mm.
0: Hey, Barmy, is the decision to play at Metrocon just as simple as the fact that we're staying a few hundred metres away and we've been there for the last couple of months and we've trained there and it, it's just closer than driving up the road to Brisbane?
3: Yeah, I think um, again, I wasn't part of the decision making for obvious reasons, but um, I think it, it simply was that, uh, and that's we, we kind of live there. So let's go and play there. And I think uh, we've got that kind of attitude towards it. Doesn't really matter where we play; it's a matter of how you play. And we we wouldn't mind if you play on the moon, in a sense, as long as we've got an opportunity to play. So, but if you've got a choice, it probably probably suits us better to play there because it's a little bit a touch easier. But uh, wouldn't wouldn't matter where it was. I don't think. Barmy, I mean, what's doing my, doing
2: my head in with the media is the talk about a dynasty and how Richmond has to win the premiership this year somehow to Frank a dynasty. What? what how, how do they determine what a dynasty is? I, I mean, premierships. I mean, I'm sure you. I reckon they're harder than ever to win,
3: aren't they? Oh, of course they are. That, that that doesn't matter what they say.
2: No, I know, but it
3: just yeah. yeah. Well, Frank doing
0: his head in, Barmy. Oh. Practical
3: heading you know so well, yeah. but but I guess that's not such a bad thing we 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 need to aspire to to mm. next week always so sure, someone sure. says if you don't win next week you're not going a, a mm. to be called a dynasty well maybe that's good motivation for us as well so who knows I don't think it ch- changes what we've done over the last 3 or 4 years uh, but it will it'll certainly put a bit more icing on the cake I mean I would feel much happier if we won next week, the week after, and the week after, I'd be yes. happy to say dynasty. Sure, sure,
2: yeah. But I reckon if if it was three premierships in even even six, seven years, would still be a pretty good return or whatever, you know? Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I, I don't. Th- I think we're worrying about something that doesn't matter. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, You've put my mind at rest now. You've put my mind at rest. <laughs> tone, you
0: can sleep tonight. I know. Yeah, you're, yeah, like, yeah. I
3: can now. Yeah.
0: I know it does my head in too, but mm-hmm. we'll move on. So just before we get back, tone has got a bit of history he wants to look back on. 100% Tom Lynch is ready to go and will play this week?
3: Uh, yeah, I, as, as as I understand it, yes, yes. I'll, I'll be very – well, something bad would have to happen for him not to be able to play from what I can gather. Yeah.
2: Uh, very good. All right. Um, now, just before we get back, because we're going to talk – I'm going to ask you to talk a bit, little bit about Tommy, great Tommy Hafey, but um, – the last time that we played St Kilda in a final Barmy was the 73 first semi-final we'd been beaten by Carlton in the qualifying final and we beat St Kilda by 40 points there can you remember much about that game because I've had a little did bit during
3: of... the last time we played them in a final
2: yep yeah. not in 73 yeah yep, we've only played him in three finals all up and that was the last time and I saw a bit of vision of that game um that uh Rhett ran on uh Rhett Bartlett club historian and surprise, you were wearing long sleeves in that game, and it was a nice sunny day. I was just trying to work out why you might have been wearing the the long sleeves.
3: Um, uh, well, I I'm lucky to remember my name sometimes. <laughs> 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 well, long sleeves, back in yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, anyway, we won by forty points. You only had you only had six disposals. You might have been a bit crook
3: that day. Six disposals. Actually, well, funny, I do what I, what I do recall is that my leading to that, I hadn't been playing all that well. I'd been playing okay, but only okay, and didn't play all that well that game, but I played pretty well the following game. The next game against yes. Collins, I actually yeah. played pretty yeah. well. I know, you kicked five, I, yeah. I, I found I found a little bit of form out of that. But I, I think I played on Cowboy Neal on the Super yes. and, and he was yeah. um, a terrific player. They are yeah. very hard to play against. Um, yeah, yeah. He made it hard for you to get the foot Yeah. So. Well,
2: K- KB had thirty six disposals, thirty three kicks, and three handballs. Surprising, <laughs> surprising, he had that many handballs and kicked two goals. Five and Royce twenty five disposals, seven marks, and he kicked two goals. Four and. Paul Sproul, 31 disposals. And the two ex-Saints, Stephen Ray, had 21 disposals and Ian Stewart, 20. So that was the last time we played one by 40 points, anyway, for what it's worth. Um, well, let's so, let's yeah. hope
3: we see something like that again. Yeah, and it'd be nice. <laughs> and her. I thought they were terrific. They and, were. They right. really were, absolutely. So in, in truth, we should be, particularly, given the... The unfortunate things that have happened to them, I mean, Ryder, who I love as a player, mm. um, I'm glad he's not playing. Oh yeah, uh, It's very sad, and I, I don't wish he did, weren't playing, but no, that's but the case. Yeah. Mm. Um, so they're going to lose a couple as well. So if that should be to our advantage, and we should be able to just take advantage of them with any sort of luck, but it doesn't guarantee anything. No,
2: no, particularly in a final,
3: absolutely. Now, Tommy, to yeah. Uh, Barmy, I mean, just um, yeah, how how good a coach was he, and what what were his attributes as a coach? Actually, it was really interesting because um, I look at I, I love Tommy as a great person. I've in in truth, I've probably nothing in common with him mm, yeah. uh, in a sense. In that he was a fitness fanatic. Um, I probably hated running around the tan. <laughs> no, I didn't quite hate it, but compared yeah. to him, like, well, yeah. I didn't have the same attitude towards it. I love footy like he loved footy, but he's a fitness fanatic. He was a non-drinker. I was a bit of a piss head, um, <laughs> like, all, the, all the reasons that you wouldn't, but I knew, I categorically knew that Tommy believed in me as a player. Mm. And it would have been very easy for us to have no connection, but he did. And so that's why I played, because I knew he thought I should play and he picked me most weeks and away we went. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so and it's very simple though, because he, he wouldn't contemplate the 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 bullshit of the game, you know, the tricks and all that sort of stuff. He just took to say, Well, there's only one way to play and that's go at it hard, contest like buggery, kick it as long as you can, and and when that's over, start again. There was he wouldn't he wouldn't talk about a lot of the you know the tricks of the game which some coaches do so that, that was his strength as well and mm-hmm. and he allowed the people who had some finesse played with finesse but that oh sorry about that my phone was on <laughs> you...
0: I like the ringtone yeah. mommy
3: <laughs> uh, and so it was um but we knew exactly what he expected of us and how to play and what to do. Um, so it was, um, it was quite interesting, but, but he didn't, he, he wouldn't contemplate. it. like, actually, he he'd just look at you. If you said something, I remember I said something, I was training one day and I was, thought I was a bit sore in the hammy, meaning I was a bit lazy. Yeah. He just looked straight through me as though I wasn't there. And I said, oh, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> I just kept training. No,
0: hey, yeah. it, yeah. we try and make our footy, you know, these days. And, It's so much different back in the past. What you just said there, one thing's never changed. As a player, if you know that your coach believes in you, it makes it a lot easier when you run out there on game day to play well. Just that simple fact that you know he believes in you, and that's never changed really, has it?
3: Well, that's that's why we love the game. I think it's kind of the best, the biggest team game there is. So it's it's how you care about each other, what you do for each other, how you look after each other, how you connect, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which ultimately decides whether whether you win. Yeah. Um, it's not well. A little bit is how good of players you've got, but once you get past that, it's how well you connect. Yeah. Um, I think that's what Richmond have been fantastic at the last few years and hopefully we are at, uh, on Friday exactly the same. I know we will be because we do believe in our system and we do work hard together. And that does depend on your coach or coaches actually believing in you and believing you're yeah. going to do it. And if they don't, then they don't play you. That's yeah. that's mm. what has to happen. Mm. Um, so that's, I mean, that, that, I guess that's the part about footy I love more than anything else is that we do have to rely on each other. You do have to believe in each other and you do have to trust each other.
2: So Tommy was really big, wasn't he, on building that camaraderie within the group and, uh, you know, off-field uh, activity. A lot, lot. obviously, he and Maureen entertained, you know, players
3: at, uh, at their place too, didn't they? Oh, absolutely. And again, it, and it does sound like um the antithesis of what he's thinking because we kind of behaved differently to him because he was so committed to his athleticism and non-drinking and all that sort of stuff. Most of us were... Normal larrikins, mm, yeah. Um, you know, if you can imagine them, you know Stewie mm. and the Whale, and you know Paul mm, mm. Royce, and all. will most of us had a couple of beers together and all that sort of stuff. And Tommy encouraged that and made made it all happen because he knew how important that was for us to get on with each other and believe in each other and have good relationships. So no, he, he was wonderful. He was terrific to play for him. must say. Mm. Uh, that's great, that, Farming. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, that's well, a thanks. very good, very good insight into into Tommy. Yeah. I uh, wonderful person. as as was Maureen, of course, he was a very important part of it as well.
0: yeah. and he he continued to be the fitness freak. I'll leave you with this farm because I know you'll know this is true, but i I lived in Elwood, not far from, and I've told this on Talking Tigers before, I think, but I lived in Elwood about two hundred metres from from Tommy, there down on Marine Parade. And I had to go into Channel Seven early one morning when I first retired at about six o'clock to do sunrise. It was the middle of July, it was misty, it was raining. And I pulled out onto Beach Road and it was freezing cold and there was Tommy running down the footpath. He'd just been in the water with his togs on. (laughs) And I thought, you're crazy, Tommy, what are you doing?
3: But he he was a machine, wasn't he? Oh, he loved it. No, he's a lovely person, fantastic person.
0: Well, Barmy, thanks for jumping on again today. Hopefully, we're back next week talking about uh, heading over to Port Adelaide. Thanks well, let's, hope. let's
3: hope. Uh, yeah. we, we should. I mean, we should all expect it, but, I mean, yeah. nothing, nothing's for certain. I mean, St Kilda were terrific uh, last week. They were a good team. Uh, but at our best, we should be able to knock them off. So, uh, hopefully, yeah. we'll be uh, talking positively about what are we what we're going to do to those mugs at Port Adelaide? <laughs> <laughs> Might have been nice to head over uh, there. But anyway,
0: we'll yeah. tick this one off first. Barmy, thanks heaps for jumping thanks, off. Barmy. Thanks, Barmy. Thanks,
2: Richard. Thanks, Greeners. Great thanks, Barmy. Growth. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that was very, very good. He had, uh, had some good stories, didn't he? A good insight into Tommy and, uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, really good.
0: I love how – you know what I love about Tommy? The fact – you know, he was a tea titler, but he – he didn't, you know, sometimes people who oh. go a certain way don't want to accept if you don't like that way. Yeah,
2: No, yeah. no, no, he's happy. Always, would always cater very well for the uh, players when uh, yeah. he and Maureen were entertaining them at home. So, yeah. Uh, be good.
0: Absolutely. All right, boys, let's uh, get into some votes for the Lions qualifying final. And JB, shout out to JB, he's pretty busy at the moment, but he still sent through his votes from Friday night and he went three votes to Jack Graham Two votes to Dion Prestia, and he gave one vote to Daniel Rioli. Who'd you go with, Tony?
2: I gave three to Jack Graham. I gave two to Shorty. I gave one to Dusty. I know that he died out of the game, but he still had a game like ten inside fifties and was a really influential uh, early on. So he was yeah.
0: he was best on early in the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was, yeah. I went for Jack Graham as well. I thought he was clearly our best player. Like the just his pressure, he just does yeah. not. Stopped working hard yeah. both ways. So uh, I gave three to Graham. I gave two to Shorty as well uh, at half back. I gave one vote uh, to Dale Preston. I just thought mm. an impressive return after not playing since Was. round five. And he's only going to get better for the run this week yeah. against the Saints. True. And yeah. talking of the Saints, let's have a look at some uh, yellow what about, What about oh. our the
2: Leaderboard, please. It's, Sorry. We're coming to the crap. This is massive. You can't be. This is – we need to know who's going to All win right.
0: it. Like- well, with uh, a couple of games to go, hopefully three games to go, Dustin Martin, he gets one vote today. He's on 54. Bolton in second on 35. Bloston, 34. 28 to Cochin, and in fifth position. Now, Jack Graves joined uh, my man Mars Bolter in fifth position On 21 votes apiece.
2: How many votes did he have this time last year, Jack Graham? Jack Graham? Yeah. Not
0: 21. Right, okay. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) All right, yellow and black time. All right. Uh, Not a great week for us with the yellow and blackers, uh, guys. I thought I I I I did did
2: all right. I went pretty close. You got Hmm.
0: one, did you, or not? I was
2: a bit – I must have got one.
0: Well, you can't Nank uh, for 15 touches. Well, he had 16, hmm. didn't he? Yeah, so you got one vote. Right,
2: but I had him for five marks. How many marks did he take? I was close to that. I no, reckon he might have he had four. Might he might have four. To, he did uh, have
0: four. And Jack. he went for five clearances, so oh, he didn't get... Who are you going uh, with this week?
2: I've gone for Jack Rewold. Now, given that Tom Lynch is back, I think this is really good because this is what Jack needs. Uh, so six marks, three contested marks and four goals.
0: Beautiful. What about you,
1: Manfred? Uh, no good again. I thought Kane Lambert started well, but he didn't have twenty-five touches.
0: He didn't kick two goals. And I don't think he had eight tackles. Well,
2: we you know know what I not like, he to stand down.
1: Yeah, he needs to stand
0: down. Nah, no, you know what I like about Manfred, though. He's actually having a crack. He's not looking to get points like some of
2: us. <laughs> hey, like you, like yeah. you, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> what are you doing this
1: week, Manfred? Okay, the king of Metrocon, the outer Yeah. Yes. Feathers <laughs> McIntosh. Feathers McIntosh had twenty touches, take eight marks. And have 450 meters gained. Wow!
2: See, that is you really are having a crack there. Right. That is, yeah, that's we love. We
0: love Camden. We, we do love, love Camden on this podcast. Yeah. Mm. One of our favourites on the podcast. Okay, I went for Jack to have three contested marks, three goals, and 15 touches. Took a contested mark, two goals, and didn't quite have 15. So I didn't have a good week. This week I'm going for Nank one out against Rowan Marshall to have 15 disposals, six hitouts, two advantage. And six tackles for Big Nank. Now, our tragic from last week was SJH Ross on Twitter, Sean Ross. He went for a Pickett. pick at that 15 touches, three tackles, and a goal from on the run outside 40 metres. He did get one right. He did have four tackles. So the tragic's picked up a point. We've gone back to Simon Wallace this week. And Simon has gone for Trent Cotchen to win the toss. That's one layer. All right. six tackles and All right. to be the first person interviewed on Channel 7 after we have a 4-6 to six goal win <laughs> <laughs> I like his depth, oh, you're thinking. I do. he does, he, he is, is very good. lateral he is very, very lateral yeah, I like that, it's good so Koch will win the toss, six tackles and uh, will be interviewed first on Channel 7 after the game, so we hope you're right Simon, thanks for sending that through alright Tate, you got some gags for Peggy?
2: going with a couple we mentioned about peggy last week and how she'd sent for you now i'm going to go with a couple of her on her recommendation this is a couple of hers first off so um thanks to peggy so uh so this is a little bit of advice no matter how much you pre- push the envelope it'll still be stationary <laughs> <laughs> and did you hear about the two silkworms that had a race no uh, they ended up in a tie.
0: And one more, Peggy, one, yeah, yeah. The, the the sign on are the these, law. Are these actually Peggy, so did she? Someone give them? Oh, the I law?
2: think someone might have given them to oh, Peggy. Right. Yeah, go friend of Peggy's, more, yeah. yeah. And a yeah. sign on the law at a drug rehab centre, yeah, that said "Keep off the grass." <laughs> <laughs> we could, could, could apply to the chief as well. It could apply yes. to the chief as well. So we thank Peggy, Peggy's friend, for that. He, he
0: should hang a, a sign up on his toilet door. Yes, behind yes. it, yeah, exactly. Just to remind him. Yeah.
2: Very good. Now, did you? I don't know if you um, read this the other day. It was uh, quite remarkable. Biologists have recently produced uh, immortal frogs. That's uh, obviously frogs that will live forever. Yeah. yeah. And they did that by removing their vocal cords, the vocal cords, so they can't croak. Why, why did the chicken cross the playground? Why? To get to the other slide. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, now, a mate, uh, mate of mine wasn't uh, particularly close to his father before his dad died, right. uh, which was just as well because he trod on landmine. Um, <laughs> now, I'm not a landmine. Now, I'm not a fan of the new $2 coin. I'm not well, a fan. No,
3: no,
2: I'm not a fan. But then, but, but, no, but then again, I hate all change. Um, now a bit, a bit of advice, Matty, as, a, as well, to, to both of you as, uh, yeah. as y- young fathers, right? Yeah. So, a bit of a, never read a pop-up book uh, about giraffes. <laughs> Think about it.
0: Um,
2: now, a mate of mine has started a, a mate of mine started a company, right, where they they tie shoes professionally. Right. Yeah, they right. Yeah, it's a not-for-profit organisation. <laughs> ah,
3: yes. Very
2: good. Um. Also, just with, uh, just on more discoveries, and I read this again the other right. day. That scientists have just discovered the gene that causes shyness in people. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They would have found it earlier, but it was hiding behind two other genes.
0: <laughs> One
2: more. And what about? I'll finish with a knock knock joke. Right. Yeah, I like
0: knock knocks. Yeah. yeah, knock knock. Yeah. Who's there? Two.
2: To who? No, no. To whom? Oh.
0: No. <laughs> little, 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 grammar, little grammar gang. Little grammar gang. <laughs> oh, you're good, Tone. You're good. Ah, there you go. Thanks for listening to Talking Tigers again today, Manfred. Thanks for jumping on, mate. You look good. good. I like the Rod and gum outfit today. Magnificent. Yeah, no, very, very good. Very good, Tone. Thanks for jumping on. We'll be, uh We'll be all waiting with anticipation. Yes. Friday night footy at Metricon Stadium. It's do or die. It's the Saints, and the winner will go over to Adelaide to take on the four-power in a prelim final. Join in next week as we review that game. We'll be reviewing a win. I've got a good feeling, Tone. Thanks, Manfred. Thanks, Tone. Thanks to all our listeners, and thanks again for buying the 1980 Tees. Nearly five grand to go to Alana and Madeline because of all of your terrific work out there. We'll be back next week, and here's a little bit of Akadaka. The Go times.
3: Go, go times. Time.